0: Hey, hi. I am Richard Donner, but you can call me Dick. And you're listening to Superman Movie Minute. Is that right? Did I do it right? To another exciting episode of Superman 2 Movie Minute, the show that scrutinizes, analyzes, and you'll believe a man can fly is 1980 Superman 2, five minutes at a time. Proud member of the Fire & Water Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts, Rob Kelly, and joining me, as always, on this journey through time and space is... Chris Franklin. Hey Chris, this is very exciting. We are now headed to another location where the battle is indeed going to continue. Woohoo! The adventure continues. The adventure <laughs> continues, yes. Uh the minutes we're talking about are minutes one hundred and five through one hundred and ten. They open with a shot of Terrence Stan I can't keep calling them the actors. Just, of General Zod. And Ursa gloating over their perceived win over Superman as he flies away with his cape tucked between his legs, and it's going to end with another shot of Zod gloating. So there's a whole lot of of Terrence Stamp just smiling in these scenes. So uh, yeah, it's it's uh, there's some great stuff here, but I said the, the opening uh, minutes, as I said, is is the shot of of, of Zod uh, gloating and then Ursa gloating, and he has that thing. He says he is a coward after all, and uh, we have this unfortunate. Bit which, as a kid, really upset me was the the people all bemoaning Superman flying away, and we even get a shot of we see Superman taking out of the city, and then you even have the one woman saying, "Don't leave us!" It's it's really as a child, it was very upsetting to see this.
1: Yeah, poor Shirley McLean, she's upset that <laughs> Superman's flying. <up. laughs>
0: It does look, It does really look like Shirley MacLaine. It really does, yeah. Does. She, she's been reincarnated several times, so maybe that is her. I don't, I don't know.
1: She was, she was making another movie while she was in this one. Exactly. She was, you know. yeah.
0: she was probably shooting Being There, I believe, with, with Peter Sellers. So uh, now we do get a weird little bit. There's this shot of uh, these two uh, young African-American boys, and one of them, I swear, has a British accent. Uh, yeah. To me, Superman didn't even know nothing, and he sounds a little British to me. I don't know, Ooh. am I crazy, or did that that doesn't sound that way to you?
1: No, I, I, I can see that. I never really thought about it, but now that you say it, yeah, it's and it could be. You know, he could it could be a local kid that they just it's that's got a British accent. Yeah. So yeah, it's very possible.
0: A lot of weird British accents in this in this movie because uh, of all the ADR. Now, I will say that is followed by something I love, which is a really cool tracking shot. As if we are—the camera is the point of view of the villains, and it flies across the building, the Data Planet building, into the shattered window, into Perry's office, straight through. It is a fantastic shot. I mean, now— I mean, I we see that um, Hackman is in the shot, I think, uh, or is that a stand-in? Yep. So with, uh, is I think that it's is that is so that would this would have to be Richard Donner then that shot, right? <laughs> yeah, all right. So I was <laughs> yeah. trying to compliment Richard Lester, I really was, uh, but boy, I, I that shot is just I love it. It's so dynamic, and just to have this camera crane in to where we, you know, we're like on the twentieth floor or whatever. The Daily Planet. I, I I can't say enough about that shot.
1: Yeah, it looks great. I mean, and I think by Margot's appearance you can tell it's it's donner and it's it's jeffrey unsworth again uh you know so again it's that more uh the david lean look as (laughs) as lester called it uh the more artful presentation versus the more let's do a comic book movie uh presentation of lester and i'm again i'm not saying one's better than the other but one is better than the other but uh (laughs) But it's just the different approaches, and it's again, it's like you know, it's, uh, they're using footage that's shot by another director, and they're you know, it's putting it in the movie. But yeah, and I do, I love the shot. I also love the fact that Lex is still lounging on top of those files. Yes, downs. he is. Yeah, he's just he's just up there, and he's just chilling out. He's like you know, he's. <laughs> it's
0: great. Yeah, I, I really, I think that's a great job. So then they all land, and then we get another shot, which I like, which is a, a three shot of the three villains, and it's done. In a downward angle. So we've got Non in the foreground, Zod in the center, and then Ursa in the background. And so you have this you know, nice little angle of just the, your eye is pointing straight down from upper left to bottom right because you're following the height of the three villains as they go down. It gets this nice little. I like any of the shots where you get the three of them in there all together. And, and this one, of course, uh, underscores the height difference between the three of them. So again, it's, it's a nice little bit. And then, as you mentioned, you've got, uh, Luthor laying on the, uh, finally cabinets and he's, he has a very curious change of attitude because he was about to be murdered, uh, by Zod. Uh, and yet, yet he's now he's mouthing off. Uh, I mean, he even literally says, what am I going to do with you people? Which is like, crazy. I mean, like, I don't know. Why does he think he's going to be able to get away with this? And of course, Zod gives him an amazing reaction, which is just like, what the hell? Like, what are you thinking about? Like, I don't, it's, it, I don't know. I don't get what Luthor thinks is going on here.
1: Yeah. I, I got to say Zod's line of, why do you say this to me? You know, I would kill you for it. <laughs> it, it. It gets quoted in the Franklin household a lot. I mean, we <laughs> We 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 you know we we're smart off to one another. We'll, we'll we'll throw that line at each other in this house. So I feel like Cindy
0: uh, says it a lot. I get that. Yeah, that's the impression I get.
1: Yeah, she she does actually say that a lot. Yeah, that, that that's true. And and going back a bit though, speaking of line delivery, I will say that. And as much I love Jackie Cooper, I love him as Perry White. His line delivery of "I don't believe you" just seems very stiff because yeah. Zod says, "You know this the Superman's fled." And the way he says, "I don't believe you," is just I wonder. And I'm not trying to pick on Lester, but we know that Mark McClure had problems with Lester, like working really fast and not not doing multiple takes, maybe when he should have, and and not letting the actor like kind of feel the moment and 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 and, and get their delivery the way they wanted. And I kind of wonder because every every other scene in even lesser Superman movies. Jackie Cooper is fantastic, but that one line delivery always just seemed a little stiff to me. And I, I have to wonder if it wasn't just a quick take that they didn't. And, and Donner may have shot that. I don't know because they're so back and forth in this sequence with who shot what. I mean, the rest of this movie is just Donner, Lester, Donner, Lester, Donner, yeah. Lester. And, and and uh, so yeah, I don't know, but it just it always jumped out at me, and I didn't mean to to to, to, to go back on that, but it was you know this was my moment to mention it, and I, <laughs> I
0: had to. No, I agree. Uh, it is it is stiff. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, and it, another thing that's really weird, and Cindy noticed this last night when we were, I was watching it to to do notes. She come by and she's like, "Why is Ursa so pale in these scenes? She seems." her makeup in some of these shots seems like when she gra- I'm jumping ahead, but when she grabs Lois, it's like her, her makeup is, I mean, her makeup has been kind of pale through the movie, but it's like super pale
0: yeah, yeah. in
1: these scenes. It's really strange. It might be the lighting. Maybe it's the lighting in the, in the uh, daily planet set. That's just, uh, uh, and it might have something to do with the fact that they had to, you know, put the cityscape behind the hole in the wall or something like that. I don't, I don't know, but, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird, but yeah, yeah. Lex is really going back to what you were saying. He's he's really feeling his oats here. That's yeah. all I can
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love it when Zod says, "You know, I will kill you for it." And then he goes right back to his speech. He's like, "Kill me."
1: Lex Luthor,
0: and then he 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 puts on like a weird kind of fake accent. He's like he's like extinguish the greatest criminal flame of all age, and he's like talking like uh, King Arthur or something. Like I don't know what exactly he's doing. It's I mean it's Hackman just having a really good time, and I love that Ursa turns the Zod, and she's like, let's just kill him. Like he's yeah. like I've said enough of this shit. And then of course he pulls out his trump card, which is, as he says Superman's address. Now the only problem with this is I mean. Like, I guess he figures that Zod and Ursa are non, are just really stupid. I mean, it says, mentions, you know, about dummies in the doorknob. I mean, they could find the Fortress of Solitude if they wanted to. They, right. could, they could scour the Earth. I mean, you know, it's like it, you, you don't really need Luthor to find Superman. But, I mean, I guess, as we'll see shortly, you know, Zod is not a great tactician. Uh, he may be a general, but he's kind of a dummy. So I guess you know, Luthor figures that's going to work. But I mean, it's like, you could just do this on your own. You really don't need Luthor to do this,
1: right? Yeah, it's it, yeah, they're they're awful willing to. They're, I mean, they really are duped by Luthor. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Luthor really does have the upper hand with them. I mean, he weasels out of every moment that they're about ready to kill him. Yep, and and then he he lead, he literally does lead them around. I mean, I, I guess. I guess in another, I mean, in in another continuity, this is how Lex ended up being the the leader of the Legion of Doom. You know, <laughs> you got guys like Sinestro, who's a lot more powerful than him, and Brainiac, who's a freaking computer, but they're still taking orders from this guy. It's just, it's just something. Lex just has that charisma, I guess, or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's
0: not the word I would think for it, but but yeah, I can see that. So uh, the, that seems to work, and then of course Ursa uh, helping out, being a good second in command figures out uh, hey let's increase our advantage and she has that line about if this uh, if superman likes these earthlings so much and she grabs her grabs uh, Lois by the shoulders let us take his favorite and yeah. she turns her around and it's a great moment and uh, you mentioned uh, how much ursa looks pale she looks like a vampire in this yes, scene i mean with the, with the very dark red lipstick and the uh, raccoon eye makeup and the just the the ghostly pallor, she looks like a vampire. And then she's going to uh, to relate it back to a movie you guys just
1: covered, Bram Stoker's Dracula. She looks yeah. like
0: one of the three brides. She looks like she she's does. about to sink her teeth into Margot Kidder's neck.
1: <laughs> oh, man, Sarah Douglas would make a great vampire, wouldn't she? Oh, yeah, it uh, would have been great, yeah. Oh, man, I wish she'd made a vampire movie now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 good stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I, do, I, I do like, too, that when, when – when Zod realizes that they're going to get to go, they're really going to get Superman. I think he needs a minute there by himself <laughs> because he rolls his eyes up in his head and he just, he's all a Twitter. I mean, he's just, oh. He's got a wow. chubby
0: going on. There's no doubt about it. He's very, six to midnight there with Zod. He's very, very excited. <laughs> That's awesome. I figure with you guys taking the month off in November, I have to fill the Cindy for which is saying off color things to, to you on a podcast. I'm oh,
1: trying. okay.
0: Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're very welcome. So, I mean, yeah, that's a great moment. It's a great, it's a great turn. There really isn't any reason why that scene is shot this way other than it just looks dramatic. Of just, We get the, the shot of the two of them and, and Lois looking absolutely terrified because, of course, you know, she knows that Ursa could snap her neck at any moment. And then we get to them flying, uh, the th- the flying Lex and Lois uh, to the Arctic, which I have to think that has got to be so cold. That has got to be, I mean, beyond just cold, that's got to be life-dangering cold. Uh, because, you know, neither Lex nor Lois, uh, Lois is bare legged. She's in her skirt for Pete's Six. They are flying over. I mean, being h- that high up anyway is cold, but being over the Arctic in that, like, you could just die from hypothermia. But of course, you know, the villains don't care about that.
1: Right, yeah. And they don't, you know, they don't have a cape to wrap them up in like nope. Superman would do in the comics, you know, which he didn't do that for Lois in the movie either no, <laughs> earlier in no. the movie. So, yeah, yeah. I, Obviously in these scenes that it's very much Margot Kidder on Jack O'Halloran's back. It is not Gene Hackman no. on Sarah Douglas's back.
0: No. They they tell they, they, at the moment where they actually get into the fortress and you see Ursa dump Luthor off of him. Off of her, yeah. she kind of, you see that you that's so clearly not Gene Hackman. You could see a, like a good three quarter shot of the the actor, whoever that – that stuntman, and you're like, Yeah, that isn't even rem- remotely Gene Hackman.
1: Yeah, it's he doesn't even have the right hairline. No, nope. it's uh, yeah, it's 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 really, yeah. I, I will do, I will say though, the guy whoever looped, uh, you know, copied Hackman's voice did a pretty good job when he, you know, say like, never heard of parachutes. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it it's pretty good, it, it's a pretty close match. It's not. It's not a hundred percent, but it's like ninety. I think you know it's in the nineties, so it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, the body double, not so much. <laughs>
0: no, I love that Ursa just dumps Luthor off too. Like she's like swatting a fly. She's like, get off me! Uh, yeah. And then you see that Nan is still carrying Lois, so he's kind of like in a weird way, like a little more gentle than Ursa. Uh, it is sort of funny that that. That she that if they put a man on Ursa and a woman on Nan. You think it would be the other way around, uh, but I, for whatever reason. But I, I love that that Ursa's so sick of of carrying uh, of carrying this guy. Oh, and I, I did mention in the the previous scene where they're flying over Lois starts to relax a little and she begins to slip uh-huh. and then screams and you hear Nan kind of go like like do like kind of a grunt thing like he's annoyed and like again how terrified. Is that got to be knowing that, you know, yeah, you. Yeah, they want you there, but they really don't care. So you could fall to your death and they probably wouldn't bother to rescue you. They might just say, eh, not worth the effort.
1: Right. And that scene, when I was a little kid, I didn't quite – now I get that Lois was just – all of this is just taking its toll on her. Yeah. And she's like basically putting her – she's basically resting her head because she just can't deal with what's going on. But it almost looks like she's trying to snuggle non for a second. <laughs> you know? She's like cuddling up to him or something. And then now that, she would starts be, to that would be Louise who would do that. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like Louie was probably like, take me, take me, take me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jack O'Halloran, he's kind of like, he's the Lenny from, uh, he's Lon Chaney Jr. from yep, A Mice yep. and Ben. You know, he's, you know, he, he's a little, he's a little more gentle. Uh, but, uh, you know, of course, you know how that go Went with Lenny too. So maybe that's mm. not such a good thing. So, yeah.
0: Tell me about the Kryptonian babooches. <laughs> no, no, we're not
1: going to do that. So, uh, so
0: then they all land, and uh, they float in, and Lois, you see, dusts herself off a little. And I like that Zod even, he stands in sort of the control chamber, which we see is all burnt and uh, destroyed from what we saw in the previous scene. And he he rubs his hands on it a little, and he kind of, like, sifts the dust through his fingers. And he's just sort of like, eh, okay. And then he bothers to mock it. He says, uh, you know, a, a, a replica to a long-dead world. Uh no style at all. And uh that of course leads to a great reveal. Uh which why don't you describe Chris uh, the reveal shot of, of what uh, what followed.
1: Yeah, the reveal shot, you get a nice peel you get a shot between Superman's boots. Mm. <laughs> As he says, uh I expect better manners from my guests, Zod. you know, it. so Yeah, that's that's awesome. Superman's like he's a boss. He's like, now you're in my house, sucker. You know, basically what he's saying. And and and, you know, I do I do have one thing. A a moment before that Zod calls, he says scruffy, you know, when he's touching the Mm -hmm. how does he know what we talked about? How do they know these things? I barely know what scruffy means, (laughs) you know, in, in that context. So it's like, how does he know what scruffy is? But okay, well, we'll roll with it at this point. But I do think it's funny that Zod disses the Kryptonian decor and he's basically, you know, it's a long dead planet. This is the polar opposite of Michael Shannon's Zod from Man of Steel, who yeah. wanted to recreate Krypton on Earth. So, at uh, all costs, no matter what, you know. So this Zod's like, nah, I moved on. What what did Krypton ever do to me? They yeah, exactly, the
0: right? You know. <laughs> so <laughs> he's got this great new planet to take over. This is much nicer than Krypton. So.
1: Right. Yeah. But Superman's a boss when he shows up and, you know, Christopher Reeve, you hear his voice and then you see his boots and you see them through his boots. It's a really nice shot. It's really yeah, great.
0: I really like it. So the non uh, th- non flies to Superman and Superman pulls the first of what we will see is a series of tricks based on the fact that we're in uh, on his turf and he pulls off his S shield. And throws one at Nan in a very kind of Batman kind of move. That's a very Batman-y thing is that the S-Shield has sort of become this this iconography. And we see Nan gets wrapped up in this cellophane. And he rolls over. And then as he's laying in the snow, it disappears. And that is the first indication that we get of the scene that, okay – this is the like Superman's got a bunch of tricks up his sleeve here uh, that are based on the fact that we're in we're in the Fortress of Salty. And I like it. I love the 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 hollow, the the cellophane S. That would be a cool little prop to have. It'd be this big cellophane S you can hang up on your wall or
1: something. Yeah, you know, you like it and I like it. I've never had a problem with it. I've always, even as a kid, I was like, he's in the fortress. He rigged things up, you know, he's ready for him. He's mm-hmm. got traps prepared for him. We found out later he rigged up something for him. Spoiler warning. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, you know, but other people have, you know, just mocked this. And I mean, f- a family guy had fun with it a while oh, back. And wow. yeah, they did something with it years ago. And so, I mean, it, it's the super cellophane S comes up and it's mocked a lot and, yeah it's a little strange, but I mean you know what? it's like this it, it's a wow moment. it's a cool thing for Superman to do. yeah, it's not something straight out of it, but I mean, Superman pulled some weird stuff in the comics, guys, okay, you know it's like you know it's like we i mean it's not one of his usual super cellophane is not one of his powers, but there's some weird stuff in the fortress. I mean, I know we don't see all the trophies and the the different. You know levels and rooms of the fortress, the disintegration pit, and things like that. Here, you know where they kill the Super Sons in. You know, but but uh, <laughs> famously, uh, screw you, Bob Haney is what Denny O'Neill said when he did that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I've never ever had a problem with it. And when other people do, I'm just like, it's what, what what's the problem? You know. And we're probably going to get some feedback on this one. It's like you guys are nuts. That thing's insane. Why? You know, it's silly. Why would you know? But no, it it it's never. It's never bothered me. So, no. Yeah.
0: Uh, Now, that has never bothered me, especially (laughs) compared to what's following, which are the finger lasers. Yeah, that bothers me. (laughs) That bothers me. Even as a child, I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Now, I know that we established that they have the finger lasers earlier because they grabbed the rifles out of the. holy scon sweat. They already did that in the previous scene. But just Mm -hmm. like the fact that the laser – they all three can beam their lasers and then Superman can sort of just – push them back with the force of his hand and that makes them all kind of like writhe in pain I, that i'm just like eh, wait a minute hold on <laughs>
1: that, I, I don't like, have a problem with superman doing that to the lasers because the flyers established superman can punch lasers all right fair enough <laughs> and i love it when superman punches lasers it might not make any damn sense but when superman punches a laser chris gets excited all right uh, but, cool. but, yeah it does look cool and but I will say, yeah, it's like the the, the finger laser thing. I mean, and it seems like it's getting hot because Superman turns red. Yeah. So it's like, how cool it would have been if they just shot heat vision at him, you know, yeah. I mean, through their eyes. Yeah. You know? Why Why not just make it be heat vision? I don't understand. <laughs> is it that? I mean, it actually seems like it would be. I, I guess maybe I don't know. Is is one effect harder than the other? I wouldn't think so. I mean, I, I yeah, it's it's very. I mean that that part is where you know this. It, it's not Great Wall rebuilding vision, but you know, it's it, it's another, it's still another weird power, and it's one Superman doesn't doesn't seem to have. Yeah. So.
0: By the way, I misspoke. I realized that, of course, Zod, Zod did not use a finger laser in the scene with the rifle. He used his he used his vision uh, right. in that scene. It's this is the, really the first uh, scene we get of them using the finger laser. So yeah, there's no. It makes no sense why it isn't just heat vision. It would have. Been, it seems like the finger lasers are just like, what? You know, that was a little like, All right, okay. Uh, We do get a nice bit where Lois kicks Ursa off the platform into the snow, which I like. I like that little, I mean, I always figured that the Kryptonians weigh a lot, a lot more than, but I guess we've established that maybe they don't, because Superman says he's like 225 or whatever, so I guess he's normal weight. So she can do it, and she looks great in her, like, red satin pumps there. Now, here, uh, we get a moment where we understand that Zod is just not a great tactician. Because all he does is get hit with his lasers and he gets really mad. Yeah. And he gets so mad he can't even really speak right. And he just he's like, Take him like that that's his that's his whole plan. Take him. That's yeah. like that's up there with uh, Dr. Ray Stance, you know, get her. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah. his whole plan. It's like that like think do you want to think this through? No, he's not thinking through, just because he's really mad. And that shows you that he's not a particularly good thinker, you know, like he gets he gets overwhelmed much too quickly. All he does is get a palm full of finger lasers and then he gets he gets so mad he loses himself. Like what the hell, Dodd? Come on.
1: Yeah, I I do I think it's a nice bit of, of nuance in the character though because he is so he is so reserved and cool as long as he's getting his way. But as soon as he doesn't get his way, he loses his shit. Yeah, you sure know? <laughs> so it's Yeah. It's it's a it's a nice little bit, you know, that he just he like, he just like he he gets he so gets so frustrated that he just he's literally foaming at the mouth. You know, yeah, I, yeah it's right. great.
0: <laughs> so uh, and then we see we see I think it's uh, non flying kind of behind one of the pillars, and we see Superman kind of our di- eyes darting back and forth. He's trying to figure out what's going on here, and then we get all of a sudden another kind of new power where uh, non and uh, Zod disappear, and it comes with a little sound effect on top of it. And Mm -hmm. I, my retcon is it's super speed. That's what they do. They're just moving so fast that you can't see it. So they're not. And so I'm like, okay, I buy it. And then uh, Ursa appears behind Superman. They corner him, and then he does the same thing where he disappears again, followed by a wonderful little sound effect, which I really (laughs) love love the ADR. Now we're getting into another effect where all of a sudden we see four Supermans uh, Mm -hmm. as he's standing there, and you know this is again clearly another. Phantoms, uh, excuse me, another Fortress of Solitude bit where he's creating these illusions, and then the villains all appear uh, to each of them, and they have to figure out which one is the real Superman. So it's a nice, it's a nice little effect. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh, that's, uh, until you just accept, hey, we're in the Fortress of Solitude, and there's weird stuff that he could do that we don't really understand.
1: Yeah, I, when I was a kid, I used to think it was all super speed. Like Superman, Superman was using super speed too because he was. It kind of like that uh, uh, Flash comic that Zoom just covered on Dun One Wonders Podcast Wonder Show where Flash literally was, like, playing... The, he was the Flash, and he was also a villain, dressed up as a villain. He was, like, using after-images to fight <laughs> himself. So that's kind of what I thought Superman was doing. He was moving so fast that he was, like... The after-image was, like, basically staying around or something. You know, it's like that old comic book trick of that. But yeah. we do see Non goes through, jumps through Superman, and it's like, when he does, it's like... It looks at first like he's crashing into the wall of the fortress, but you see parts of what seemed to be like a, like the legs and stuff of a Superman statue that was standing yes. there. yeah. yeah, and, and, and I didn't notice that until years later. At first, I thought he was just crashing into the wall, and maybe it's when it come out on you know DVD and Blu-ray and the picture was cleaned up. I noticed this, but so I'm like, okay, so this had to be stuff Superman rigged up. It's not I mean, it's almost like a hard light hologram, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. It's almost like a Green Lantern ring projection that he can make solid or not, you know, depending on what he wants to do, which is, you know, yeah, how does he doing in that right now? I I don't know. But, you know, it's, again, it's in the fortress. He can do all this other stuff. Don't ask, I guess. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, because comics, as Michael Bailey would like to say. So uh, before that, Ursa kicks Superman. and goes right through him, and she falls on her ass. And yeah. uh, it's sort of funny that all the different... So we don't we don't see this exactly, but you wonder are all like obviously each of these fake Supermans are doing something a little different, mm-hmm. like because this Superman, the one that Ursa tries to kick, kind of looks at her like, huh, huh, that didn't work, uh, you know, bad on you, and we don't yeah. get the sense that the other Supermans are doing that, and and then as you mentioned, yeah, Nan flies right into the other Superman, and we see that that Superman does in fact crumble like a statue so yeah that Uh that is not an illusion uh and then he i love that he goes face first into the into the the ice that's just a great it just looks like that does probably hurt a little and then we get the very confounding line where superman says to lois i used to play this game at home i never was very good at it what game is that is that the game where you split into four duplicate beings i I was never good at that either i don't know what's he talking (laughs) about
1: I guess he was playing like hide and seek or something, but it's like, how could Superman not be good at hide, hide and seek with super speed and X ray vision? Yeah, you know, <laughs> <So> <laughs> hide and,
0: Smallville hide and seek champion, running 1956 to 1963 or whatever. Yeah, right. that doesn't it doesn't make any sense. So then Lois grabs him and then tries to hug him and goes right through him, and she realizes she has a little huh. And then Zod, not maybe thinking it through, figures this is also fake Superman without even looking. Uh, which doesn't make any damn bit of sense because I would say, well, wait a minute—if the three of them were fake, this one's probably the real one. Uh, right. But no, he doesn't assume that. He reaches out to Superman, and that's, of course, that's when Superman springs the trap and he grabs Odd by the neck and twists his arm, puts him in a half Nelson, basically, yeah, uh, and does that. And so, you know, it, I mean, the plan—the plan worked. It, it worked perfectly, and I love how much Superman is gritting his teeth. Like, he really looks like he's trying to put a hurt on Zod
1: in this. I love it. If this is a different Superman, the movie would end right here. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say.
0: I like it. I like how he's like, he's really, really, really putting one on. And then, of course, it doesn't take Nan and Ursa long to figure out, well, wait a minute. We've still got our trump card. And Ursa has the line where she says, release the general or we'll tear her apart. Uh, And, you know, you know that Ursa means it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. She would love nothing more than to because, I mean, she hates men, but she probably hates women more than men. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, she she is she's she's not messing around, and Nan's going to do whatever she says. Yep. So yeah, it's yeah. Lois is definitely in a predicament here. Yeah.
0: And I love that Lois yells, "Superman, don't!" I yeah. love that. I love that she's willing to sacrifice her own life because she knows. The, the, what that means. I think that's g- good on you, Lois. Very brave. You know, like even in that moment, she's willing to have her arms ripped out of her sockets uh, to save the planet, which I like. And uh, so they really, you know, Superman says, you know, he he is finally forced and he yells, all right, which is great. I love that little. One. He looks, he's really mad. And then yeah. I like the detail where uh, as soon as he releases Zod, Nan releases Lois, but Ursa does not. Ursa still mm. keeps her hands on her. I like that a lot. I think again, I guess that's a great little detail that Urs is still trying to kind of like, you know, bring the pain a little bit to Lois because yeah, she really doesn't like her.
1: Right, and 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 Non, you get the idea. Non is just easily led around by these two. And I mean, if left to his own devices, I think Non's kind of like the Hulk. If you just left him alone, everything would be all right. You Mm -hmm. know,
0: Non hate puny humans. Yeah, Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And then we get a little cutaway of comedy, Lex Luthor, as he is trying to uh get down the platform and he's sliding we just see him go Ugh! and you know again that is not for one moment uh gene hackman
1: No no of course not no <laughs>
0: right And then the 5 minutes ends with another shot it opened with zod gloating and this 5 minute ends with zod gloating where he is now uh, about to issue his terms to superman about uh, what he wants to do in terms of the this the new uh the new world order again, as he's explaining it. And so that, that ends our five minutes.
1: Yeah. This is, this is some good stuff here. I mean, it's, it's some very memorable moments. I think, uh, you know, of course the super cellophane S everybody remembers. Uh, So yeah, we're back in the fortress. We're in the, the beginning of the fight in the fortress. So yeah, this is, this is good stuff.
0: Yeah. I think we, I think we're in agreement that uh, giant Superman S yes, finger lasers, no splitting into multiple beings. Okay. You are kind of like, all right, on all those things. So. Right, I mean, you
1: know, George Reeves pulled some weird Superman powers. I mean, he actually, he actually, like, phased through. I think he, didn't he split in two one time? I think, or if I remember right on the show, I know he, 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 like, he phased through walls and things. and uh, <laughs> Whatever, egg, he, whatever you need. He le- he levitated Lois one time and it, it, so yeah, it's, so yeah. He George Reeves did some crazy stuff too, so we can't you know we can't bag on the Superman movies completely. You know, they were the, the Superman TV show, which I love, was was uh making stuff up as it went along too, because the comic books did too. Yeah, oh so. god, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and 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 that Superman never went to a fortress of solitude. I mean again, you could argue all of this is an illusion. All of it. It's, it's yeah. all made up. It's all trickery. And that's why, he's, that's why he did this is because he knew he could pull all this off. So I like all that. I love the idea that there's some sort of control panel that Superman can operate where all this crazy stuff is going to happen. I like all that. Right. So, yeah, it's a, it's a solid five minutes. Yes, very much so. All right, so well again, that is going to do it for this episode of Superman Two Movie Minutes. Uh, of course, you can always uh, we're always talking about the, the Superman movies over on Twitter, which is at Superman Move Men. You can leave a comment on this episode over on our website, which is Fire and Water Podcast. Dot com. You can leave us an iTunes review. If we get some iTunes review, we will be covering them on some sort of uh, wrap-up show that we're going to do after we uh, finish the movie. And, of course, if you want to support the Fire & Water Podcast Network, help us keep the lights on. You can go to patreon.com slash fwpodcasts. You can leave us a one-time pledge, or better yet, an ongoing uh, monthly pledge. And if you do that, you can unlock various rewards, one of which is to get name-checked on a Fire & Water Podcast Network show of your choice. And so we have to give a special shout-out to David Gallagher from the only Living Girl Graphic Novel, who is sponsoring the whole network this month, by the way. And Henry Bernstein, who wanted to uh, – who are supporting uh, the Fire and Water Podcast Network and specifically has to be mentioned on Superman Movie Minute. So thanks very much, guys. Uh, again, I think that is going to do it for this episode. We will be back next week. So come back next week as the adventure continues with Superman 2 Movie Minute. Bye. Bye. Good afternoon, Mr. President. Sorry I've been away so long. I won't let you down again.